Hi, welcome to Gary's Shortlist podcast. Today we're meeting with Kate Stuckey, who is a personal trainer. And today we're going to have a chat about stress and all things regarding stress, some of the some of the signs that you need to be looking out for, and also some of the coping mechanisms and also some of the controls that uh, you might put in place and or uh, somewhere you might need to reach out to get some guidance. Kate, thanks for coming in. Um, it's really, really interesting topic we're going to talk about today, and uh, I really appreciate your time and your expertise. And I guess it's a, a really good lead into, you know, mental health is a, obviously a very, very big, broad area. Um, I think it'd be fair to say, and I think you might agree, that if you'd have to be sort of living under a rock in the last sort of 18 months, if you haven't, particularly with COVID, um, that we haven't seen, you know, a spotlight and a, and a strong awareness around mental health, um, you know, as a result of COVID, in fact. Uh, construction industry, rampant with mental health issues. And I thought, um, I thought someone with your background and your expertise, you obviously have a background in construction, and um, I thought with your expertise, you might be able to come in and maybe pick a nice little piece for us to have a chat about so we don't get sort of too bogged down into the to the you know the big broad spectrum, I guess. And um, you suggested uh, perhaps we talk about stress. Stress, well, yes, which is rampant in construction. Um, we focused um, a lot on it when we worked together, Gary. And I suppose today we should probably talk about what what is stress and and how to manage mm. manage that. I think. Uh, you know, I was an executive in construction and I'd, I'd be lying if I said there wasn't a level of stress and I think there's a level of stress for anyone, um, regardless of what their role is. I, I would think it's how long that stress, uh, that exposure to that, to, you, know, you know, strong levels of stress um, and what that impact is to somebody. Uh, I found that in my role there was uh, bursts of stress so being in safety there was always a fire to put out and then the fire would go and and life would be great again and then you'd find yourself under stress and I and I guess there's probably good stress and bad stress Um, (laughs) and yeah and I certainly feel that uh, you know in in working in risk management as I did uh, it was very very sobering yeah. one of a better word and it was at the same time interesting to see the commercial aspects of construction that it, you know the pressures that are put on project management teams and project managers and uh, those guys in particular yeah. uh, I, I, I admire project managers in, in the fact that they have so much stress and I think the only ones that survive are the ones that manage their stress because it's uh, such a competitive tough industry Absolutely, and that comes down to planning, which is probably one of the big stress management tools you have. So if you're not organised, you're not, you know, everything's going to be up yeah. in the air. So it's really about organising your day, and you know, you know, project managers will filter their stress down to the teams if they don't, know, if they're not able to manage that as well. And as you know, there's time constraints. There's you know, guys don't really talk to each other about their problems mm. either. They're holding it all in. They deal with it, yes. you know, and then it usually ends up in a, in a big sort of outbursts but as we spoke earlier Gary like 80% of modern um, problem illnesses are caused by stress yeah. 80% so that's that's incredible so being able to manage your stress is really really important um, 
and finding that that perfect stress management tool for you? So I think the perfect stress management tool for a lot of people in construction is going home and just getting drunk. Yeah. Um, and can yeah. you imagine the after effects of that dealing with the next day and having a hangover and then dealing with stress? Yeah, well. it's and, and it's and you know I'm sure it's not I'm sure it's not siloed to con- siloed to construction. No. Um, but it, it's very sad to think that um, that there are people out there that are really really leaning on drugs and alcohol. Yeah. Uh, to get through the stresses that they've got, which is just compounding, right? Absolutely. Um, and then it just leads on to, to eating poorly, um, having problems with your family if you're out drinking and, and taking drugs all the time, which is what it does to your mental health, the, the constant... Um, you're not giving yourself a break. You're not giving yourself time to breathe and adjust. So it's a, like a big roll-on effect. And then you've got the roller coaster of the hours that construction people need to work. Uh, you mentioned families, so it's getting home at night, and if you've got tiny kids, they're in bed, and your partner's looking at you saying, "Where have you been?" Um, yep. The hard work's been done. Um, it's so just, it's just not a life, and it's, it's a so tough just... industry. So all right, so we've we've probably put a big enough downer on, <laughs> on that, but I think I think perhaps. Perhaps, you know, we've touched on some of the effects, I guess, but um, and maybe we can talk right at the end about, you know, where people can go for, for help and guidance yeah. um, if they feel that stress is getting the better of them. Yeah. Um, but I guess just to go back to what I said earlier about maybe there are certain levels of stress that keep us motivated and is that... You stress, which is the good stress, which is the positive it keeps you motivated, it gets you up in the morning, there's a challenge, right. um, and then you've got de-stress, obviously, which is not the good stress. Right. The, the, the stuff that weighs you down, you can't see a way out, and you start to you know fall into that, that um, pit and can't pick yourself up. So yes, a certain amount of stress in everyday life is, is, is what we need to keep going. It's just when it switches to that mm. de-stress um, and then how to manage that. So. Do you think management... Um Let's use construction. Do you think management and construction, um, perhaps not intentionally, might put some some of the younger members where they promote them to a more senior level and and you know give them, I guess, opportunity, but at the same time give them um, yeah. a lot more stress than they probably expected uh, based on their skill set, perhaps, and their experience. Absolutely, um, they're always pushing people to step up more. They're always. Um, always loading them up with extra stuff, you know, helping them grow. But at the same time, if you're not planned and you're not that type of person that can deal with it, mm. you know, and they, they usually pick the people that are good at handling their stress. But it goes back to being organised, having the backup, the you know, the the management behind you in case there are problems and someone you can sort of lean back on if you need that. And I feel like that's probably where a lot of the construction industry falls back is not having that support behind you mm. and, and, and what do you do and guys don't talk it's just well, guys don't talk and, I, and I, I don't think it would be common for a lot of people to even have spoken about stress management and stress one and or had access to good information and or, or coaching around it I mean it'd be really nice to see the construction industry I mean there, you know as we probably a lot of us know that there's a lot of talk about the five day working week in construction, yeah. um, there are there are obviously some pros and cons there. I would think, but I but I, the, the pros being that hopefully that there'd be less stress um, and pressures of somebody working, you know, six and sometimes seven days a week. 
Especially um, as that to, project's nearing the end, to isn't deliver, it? Yeah, yeah as, all as those we, hours. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, and there's lots of industries that are finding five days are better. Um, and especially during COVID, I think it's been a real awakening of what can be achieved on less hours and not being there. So mm-hmm. hopefully that, that changes a few things. Um, you know, short, you know, longer hours during the week, maybe get, you know, the weekends off. I think that would be extremely beneficial. Um, it can't always happen. We know what construction's like. There's, there's time um, constraints to every project. So, mm. so with... Um if we, you know, if we were talking to someone today, or if there's somebody listening today that's under a lot of stress, uh, what what could the signs be if they if they don't even recognise it themselves? Well, everybody's different, and there, there's four different areas to stress: it's behavioural, emotional, physical, and emotional. So, um, I know what stress feels like to me. I know I get very hot and cranky and I just can't nothing's nothing's going through my head I don't what are you like when you're under stress I sort of retreat I I uh, start to sort of retreat and try and find my own space uh, and get away from noise I guess okay get so away you're from a runner the noise. Yeah. yeah I'm a runner um, but yeah you don't run very far no you can't get yeah. <laughs> um, I suppose it's really working out what your your signs of um, stress are? So, are you getting are you getting flustered? Are you getting you can't sleep at night? Sleeplessness is what is one of the big um, stress um, what's the word, signals. Loss of appetite, um, just not being able to relax, getting angry all the time, crying. I know not that you guys don't do much of that, but crying could be a big thing. Shouting at people all day on site. Yeah. Um, so it's really picking what finding what it is that that is your stress signal maybe talking to your team about hang on when i'm starting to get stressed this is what i start behaving like yeah. please keep an eye out in case i don't see it um, and then pull me up on that yeah. um when it does get like that but you know there's so many stress management tools and i said earlier, it's about finding which one really really works for you um so planning is just a massive one, planning your day. And I know in construction things change all the time. You could go in, you know, be dealing with one thing and then there's an emergency over here and the whole day goes um, to crap, basically. Um, another one is getting enough sleep. Mm. I don't know, did you sleep much during your... I've always been a big sleeper. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm early to bed and I'm really early out of bed. But uh, yeah. without that, I, I, I'm just a mess. Yeah. Absolutely, like you just can't deal with yeah, life, can you? Yeah. I know I'm the same. You mentioned planning, and and in construction, we talk about planning in many many facets of the business, and it, and you can never deny that good planning is good for everything, right? Yeah. Um, and the reason I pick planning to have a look at now is we have a new project, for example, we start building the project team. I think. To take a step back before we start doing the you know the day-to-day planning i think going like a big step back and going what's the resourcing of the project team if a team isn't resourced and doesn't have the right budget for the job doesn't have the right program for the job uh etc 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 i think that's already setting setting the, the boundaries uh, sort of setting the parameters to, to just to end up in a, in a stress mess right yeah. and and i i think planning super important but I just think as an industry, we say that consistently. Yeah. 
However, we set ourselves up to fail just about every time yeah. when we say, okay, you're out there, you've got two guys to work with you, and you say, yeah, but it's a $200 million job. Yeah, yeah, you'll be right. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and, and that's the competitive nature of the industry. Yeah. It's not that anyone's trying to set anyone up to fall over. Is it competitive? It's also resources. If a job's been finished and you don't have people Correct. on there, you don't want to take people on, otherwise you, know, otherwise you can have too many people. So... Yeah, resourcing is a massive, massive problem, and you know that, that's the area I worked in for a number of years. Um, and yeah, if you, and, you know, in the perfect world, there would be enough people, but it's just not the perfect world. The perfect world. I used to say to a lot yeah. of construction teams when I'd walk onto a job, I'd say, "Hey, um, I've never heard anybody say that the budget's too big, the program's too long, and we've got way too many guys on this job." Yes, how amazing would that be? No. So it, yeah. it, it tells us that you know, and again, I talk about the commercial aspects. Is that it, it does it does need to be run lean and mean? I guess yeah. uh, otherwise, you're probably not in the industry with the number of projects that you're hoping to have. Um, so there's a balance. There's clearly a balance, and um, yeah, to take your point about planning, I just just encourage the listeners to to not think it's about planning from monday to friday and what time you're having lunch it's it's a lot more complex than that it's Absolutely. like going right back to to day one and saying you know what's the quality of subcontractors i might have on my job because i know that if you're dealing with great contractors and not so great contractors that'll affect the journey as well and, and vice versa for the contractor that's right it's, a, it's just trying to fit all those pieces in together mm. at the right time isn't mm. it it's, and that can't always happen so yeah. Yeah, as say in an ideal world, we had enough. There would always be enough resources, yeah. but unfortunately, it's not well, an ideal world. You know, it's it's clear the construction industry is a tough industry, and um, I think most people get paid very well to be in the construction industry, and I and I think that's a bit of a given. What are some of the elements I think that people could look at in themselves to see how well they could manage stress? or manage that mess stress uh, a little better? Well, there's quite a few things, and I suppose, I don't know about you, but I kept hearing the excuse, I just don't have time. I don't have time. Yeah. But it's really important to look after yourself in this kind of industry because if you're not firing at you know, 100%, then you're not going to do a good job and probably drag out your tasks a lot longer than they need to be. Mm. So I think the key elements to giving yourself the best start um, and keeping yourself at the top of your game is probably food, having a good diet, making sure you're eating enough. Um, obviously, you've been around a construction. I have too, and I walk around the you know walk around the site and I, the, the stuff I saw the guys eating and drinking, mm -hmm. like high energy drinks. Yeah, um, you know the greasy bacon yeah. egg rolls, which is nothing wrong with the bacon and egg roll, but it's like a continuous you know poor diet is not going to give you the energy to get through the day. Um, and living off energy drinks and coffee is also not going to help you crash and burn eventually so we really need to look at the diets and you know getting enough of your proteins and your carbs and your fats and all the all the good stuff um which most people know um so kate sorry just to cut you there you you you, you have a background in nutrition as well yes yes well i'm actually an eating coach so right. i help people with any kind of disordered eating um right problems but i also um, health and wellness coach as well so right, right. a bit of everything and your observations in construction are the same as mine I mean I and we're all guilty of it at, at times as you probably point yeah. out but I think I think that prolonged um, I, I had many times in construction where we'd have an ambulance called to a site because we thought someone was having a heart attack and yeah. 
they'd have the defib out and then we'd find out that they'd had a couple of V's for breakfast. Yeah. And, uh, you know, 30, 30 odd year old guys. Yeah. Um, so it all comes down to planning, um, giving yourself, um, maybe at the weekend on a Sunday, food prepping for the week, making sure you have enough cooked meals to be able to yeah. take to work. Um, you need to keep your energy up. Um, so to have that, you know, being able to get take packed lunch off, off to work, brilliant. Mm. And not living off chips and high energy drinks. Um, getting enough sleep, which we touched on earlier, is so important. So the Australian guidelines for sleep are between sort of six to eight hours um, a night. And I know many of the construction yeah. guys are nowhere near that. Yeah. You know? I would love to have nine or ten. but I, I get by on eight. Yeah. And, I get by on eight. <laughs> any less than eight, I'm just a really cranky old guy. Yeah. And, um, you're pretty old now, Gary. <laughs> um, so sleep's a really, really important thing. And sometimes it'd be hard to sleep if you're stressed. So you get home and you're just on a buzz and you've watched some you know, crazy TV. You're on your phone trying yeah. to do some work before you go to bed. You're not going to sleep well. You're just going to be mm. in a headspace. So it's about sort of winding down um, to be able to get that good sleep. And, you know, long hours of construction, so it's not always going to be mm. easy to do. Um, exercise is another massive thing. You know, we, we talk about it quite a lot, Gary. Um, if I don't train in the morning, I'm really cranky. Mm. And um, some of the guys, it's too early to, to, to go and train um, in the morning, and sometimes it's too late at night and you're exhausted after working all day. But to be able to fit some kind of exercise into your day, even if it's 30 minute walk or you know, quick walk, just something it's to. extremely important, and I think. I think in construction, in my time in construction, we would talk about it a lot. We'd have consultants come in and talk about it a lot. Um, and I think the industry, not not necessarily organisations, but the industry as a whole has uh, almost a bit of an underlying current that those that aren't working long hours are the bludgers. Yeah, um, absolutely. And the long hours have, have, a, have an impact, um, yeah. particularly longer term, obviously. And... The exercise is is paramount, and I know that um, you know during my career in, in, in safety, there was periods where I would not exercise, and I can look back at it as clear as a bell now and say they were the toughest periods, yeah. because I thought by working harder um, the mess would clean up, and I'd go six months gain a hell of a lot of weight. Um, stress levels going through the roof, and then hope for you know luckily you don't fall off the wagon and. And end up in a in a heap, and yeah. I've seen many many project managers um, seek professional help through um, mental help, you know mental it's breakdowns so sad, and the yeah. like, and it's attributed directly to their jobs. Yeah. Um, sort of going back to exercise, exercise. You know, there's so much research that's been done that shows that exercise helps reduce anxiety, depression, and all mm. those mental health disorders. So, yeah. while it's hard to to fit it in, again, it's that planning of the day and working mm. out. You know, if you get up an hour earlier in the morning, even though it's a very early early start, just to get that done, just to get a bit of clarity, yeah. just, just to get that I used to say to a lot of guys in construction, an observation that I had was that all businesses have a business plan, you know, um, however great or however small. They've got this business plan and they, they have targets and they have KPIs and they have people accountable to it and then at you know, mid-year they do a review and see how they're going against the business plan, etc. But nobody that works in the business has their own plan. And no. their own plan might be, you know what, I just want to look after myself. I want to get seven hours sleep consistently. Yeah. I want to make sure that my weight 
remains around here. I want to get 30 minutes exercise in so many times a week. And then when we talk about, when we break that down and people are working in an organisation and going, yeah, all they seem to be doing is working for the business's business plan. Yeah. Yet I have no plan for myself in terms of my own well-being and or short or long-term outlook. Yeah. Um, well, it's, they are starting to listen, I think, because um, of, I suppose, all the statistics of the people that do have mental health yeah. and the people that have been reaching out to mend and yeah. um, exercise and looking after yourself is becoming a more and more of a, a thing. We've been to stress management courses, mm. so it is becoming... Um, a lot more accepted that we need, we need to have more of that in, in work. It's just, and probably another thing, really important thing, is reaching out when you need help. A lot of you guys don't do that, and that is a massive construction thing, not reaching out when you need yeah. help, whether that be to a colleague, a friend, or, or anyone, but you really, you know, yeah. reach out. Tell someone you're struggling. I think reaching out, I totally agree, and I think getting professional help is probably the best step. My only concern is that some organisations see that as a weakness, um, and I could be challenged on that, but I've, I've actually seen some people that have gone through some serious mental health issues as project managers, perhaps, yeah. and they almost get sidelined. They, they get sidelined in the business, and there's a lot of whispering in the, in the circles, in the, in the head office, saying, oh, we've got a problem. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's why a lot of guys don't speak out, yeah. Um, they may or may not have witnessed that, but I have, and, yeah. and that that really concerns me. That you put your hand up for that help yeah. in the organisation, and it's like, well, we've got a problem, and you know, is this going to backfire on the business in some way? And and yeah. things, it's 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 okay. an interesting space. But okay. I totally concur with you that um, that's you know, seeking professional help is probably a really smart step. Most good organisations now have employee assistance programs yeah. uh, where it can be anonymous and that's you, right yeah, yeah you pick up the phone and you, you can chat with a counsellor yeah. f- for free yeah. um, I think that's come a long way absolutely um, and I think it's that's fantastic um, but then you have support groups you have the people outside absolutely. but you really just need to you know, put your hand up I'm struggling I can't deal with this all my stress signals are going yeah. off yeah. I'm not sleeping you just re- need to reach out and that's yeah it's an industry thing it's a a male, mm. you know, ego thing as well. And I, and I totally get there will be whispers mm. um, if it comes out, but I suppose it's what's important, what's the best for you, what's yeah. the best for the the company as well, but more importantly, what's best, best mm. for you. So reaching out. So, Kate, if anybody's listening today and some of the things that we've spoken about are resonating with them and they feel that they might um, benefit from talking with somebody or, or even get more serious help... What would be the first things you would sort of walk through uh, as some guidance? Um, I would say reach out to your GP. Um, They can put you on a mental health plan and get you some discounted um, counselling. There's also Mates in Construction, which most people should know. It's a terrific organisation. It's an industry, construction industry organisation, so they're, they're there to help any of these kind of things a big shout out to mates in construction I've seen them in action um, in my time in construction I took a couple of referrals to them yeah. and uh, they were fantastic there was yeah. some we've people. obviously had them in, come in and help with some yeah they, they came training. and did some training yeah. and stuff with the organisations that we've been working in and uh, so that big shout out to those guys actually we should get them on the podcast 
they're, they're awesome. <laughs> you should. Um, and your employee assistance programs. So speak to HR or most of the time they're anonymous. So you can yeah, go along and, and have a chat with them for free. Mm. So I think I think a lot of a lot of workers would be probably more comfortable having a chat with their GP first than yeah. than walking into HR saying hey. Yeah. Gary's Gary's got problems. Yeah, and then all of a sudden the whole office knows. You yeah, know. absolutely. Um, Which is why it's good some EAPs you yeah. can contact. You know, directly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, terrific. Well, look, I think we've covered a little bit of ground here today. Um, I think it's something we can all relate to because we all go through stress in ebbs and flows, and and I think those little techniques around diet planning, um, you know, exercise, etc. Uh, are big ones. I'd, I'd, I'd finish by my little two bobs here just to say, knowing too well that drugs and alcohol are huge in the construction industry. Um, in fact, in safety, there was a study done that a lot of incidents that happen in safety are attributed to drugs and alcohol, but we never measure them no. in that way. Um, Which is just a coping mechanism, right? It's a coping uh, mechanism. Yeah. Not the best one, though. No, not, definitely not the best one, and a, and a spiralling one at that. And I think for a lot of the senior managers out there, um, it's a, it's a, almost a norm. And I think it's... Um, I'd, I'd really encourage anyone that's listening that's got any issues with that to really to really act on it. Yeah. Because it'll change Absolutely. your work environment uh, and your performance dramatically. Yeah, and putting um, everyone else at risk as well as yourself. Yeah, so. I've seen that. Well, look, thank you so much for coming in. It's uh, lovely to see you again. And um, I really hope that our listeners listening today have picked something up that they might take away and or refer to a friend. Yep. Um, and if there's any pro- anyone has any problems with their food and their disordered Yeah, so what can they do? Um, www.myeatingcoach.com.au My Eating Coach. My Eating Coach, yes. Lovely. So I help anyone with disordered eating patterns. Right. Yeah, heal their relationship with food and move on. Um, as well as other coaching on the side. So Terrific. And are you still competing um, in your bodybuilding? Bodybuilding? Oh, I enjoy my cheese and biscuits too much, so no, <laughs> no. not at the moment. But you were not long ago, right? Uh, it's been three years now. Okay. So, yeah. okay. Maybe one day. I've won. I won, so what's the point in going again? Absolutely. What did you win? <laughs> um, what was it? The New South Wales Fitness something. Oh, come on. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Okay. <laughs> Thanks so much, Kate. Lovely to see you. Thanks, Gary. Cheers. Well, that was Kate Stuckey. Um, I really appreciated Kate's time coming in to have a chat today. She's a fantastic resource, and I hope that you've got something out of today's episode. Remember, if you're having any serious issues and uh, you're looking to reach out for some help more immediately, Lifeline is a fantastic resource on 13 11 14 fantastic resource. Thanks for listening and we'll see you again real soon.